Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Well, well, well. Survivor Season 45. Oh, how we waited for you. And now you are here, and we are going to podcast about it. Oh, yes. Right. I, uh, what a, what a premiere. What a, um, was it a good premiere? I don't really know. Ups and downs. Ups and downs. I actually was really enjoying it. And then obviously the ending puts a little bit of a sour taste in your mouth kind of thing. Makes you think, okay, what the hell's going on here? Um, but, uh, the rest of the cast is good. I mean, geez, I was kind of enjoying Hannah's ups and downs out there. Like that's kind of entertaining to me, but when she finally like quit, I'm like, Oh God. All right. I thought we might've got two quits from Brandon. Yeah. I thought we might've, I don't think that guy's going to quit. Um, and even, even, the perceived like he's obviously like a total mess out there. Um, that tribe's like, a disaster. What a oh my terrible God. roll of the dice. Yeah, I feel so bad for uh, Sabaya and Sean <laughs> and uh, Caleb. Everyone made fun of my uh, Sean pick as the last pick, but I'm feeling pretty good about that pick after this. <laughs> Did we make fun of your Sean pick? Yeah, everyone said it was an awful pick. Well, no, you I didn't don't, as I don't much, think, I don't but think Ryan we and Chris called it an awful pick. Ryan uh-huh. and Chris did. Ryan and Ryan. Chris definitely did. Okay. But he's looking good. He's looking like he's in a good spot on that pick. On that tribe, yeah. I mean, I will say Emily is like playing awfully, but like she's also like Maybe saying exactly what's going to happen on that tribe. <laughs> I mean, she's playing insane. And like, even even how she started of calling out Bruce was so combative off the top. Yeah, it was just weird. And it was just like, oh, yeah, that's why everybody says that about you like you remember in her preseason press she's like a lot of people say that i'm confrontational a lot of people say i'm like chaos gas it's like okay i'm not seeing that in you right now but i'm seeing it in you now (laughs) i think you are being like this i think she's having a hotter start than chaos cast i think that she's yes chaos cast kept it under wraps for a while yeah this is uh this is a lot like such an unnecessary thing to call out Bruce on where he's just like, I don't feel like I have that much of an advantage. Like I got out immediately in this exact spot. She's like, actually you do. Yeah. <laughs> and like, what's the point? She's stuck to her gun. Trying to put it. a target on his back or something. I guess so. Come got him for my boy, Bruce already. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get to pop of the week later, uh, but I'll tell you who's pop of next week based off that next time on. And it's Bruce all day long. And they're going to be Bruce and Emily for a while <laughs> until inevitably they both go home. 
Who, who is but it was this? a big episode. Our first ninety-minute episode. Uh, to be honest, uh, a lot of the premieres are typically this long, so I wasn't like thinking, like really seeing the difference in timing. And that's like, I think the ninety-minute episodes will start to feel the difference going forward. Well, yeah, because the premieres usually uh, longer anyway. Not always, but yeah, usually. Yeah. So. so- we do get more time. And and we, we did get a lot of time. I feel like we got a good good amount of what's going on, or at least the stories being told right now. Yeah. I honestly really do like the cast. I think it's they're they're a fun crew and each tribe has something a little bit interesting going on. Um there seems to be fun characters and in relationships uh starting. At the very least, you know, sometimes these things happen in the premiere and they never get talked about again. But it is, um, you know, fun to see things starting to crackle. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that I know who you love in this uh, season already. I want to guess. Sifu. It's Sifu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm loving Sifu. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. He's <laughs> just just from his first confessional on the boat. He's like doing Tai Chi in the boat. <laughs> and then we go to the his challenge performance. He's meant to like jump over the these wooden boxes to get to the rope, and he like does this like flourishing like Cirque du Soleil jump over the boxes, so like ah, like, very performative. Oh my it's god, it's so funny! And uh, his Tony strategy. His terrible rendition of a Tony strategy where everyone can see that he's running throughout. (laughs) Everyone knows he's looking for idols. Yeah. He thinks nobody knows he's looking for idols. And then he starts spying on people. (laughs) They catch him. (laughs) Uh, I don't know that we ever saw Tony get. I I guess Sandra and Troy Zan caught him spying once, right? Yeah. He's playing. He's playing Tony's strategy, but only watch Game Changers. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Sifu. I don't think Sifu's long for this game. Uh. <laughs> no. But very fun as it stands so far. I think Emily's going to be very fun, but not long for this game as well. I was really pissed. I was not relieved that someone quit, but I was. Praying that Emily wouldn't go home first. <laughs> I just yeah. want to see the chaos. That was uh, that was the good part about that tribal council. It, I mean, it's not even the fact that Emily is like just like being a nuisance on her own tribe, but like the fact that she's like calling out people on the other tribe, like she's unhinged. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. This is someone that I need to see. All the time. I feel like she's going to yell at Jeff. We haven't had a villain like this in a long time. Wouldn't that be nice, though, if she yelled at Jeff? Do you think Jeff? she's playing it up? Let's be honest. Or is she just uncontrollable? 
doesn't seem like it. I will. I'm. I just. I kind of want to flag one thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw some people talking about it on Twitter, and it's definitely <laughs> noticeable. She starts by calling out Bruce, and then her targets are Sabaya and Caleb. Oh, it's like okay, Emily. Maybe you should spread the wealth and maybe target people who aren't black as well. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, no, those maybe happen. it's not a trend. Those but, are the open alliance. That's the most open alliance, and then Bruce. Right. I don't know, I know why you would need to call to him out, but it's just something to notice. It could, it's, it's uh, the way she's gone about it is still funny to me, but it is uh, still uh, noticeable to me, and certainly noticeable to some people on Twitter. Um, it's something that gets called out more often on Big Brother. Um, this, uh, like certain white people on, only targeting people of color. That's such a thing. Um, but, uh, Emily, I'm watching you, but I still think you're funny. And if it keeps happening, it might turn dark. Well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I'm, uh, down with the conspiracy yet, but I, something to flag people have already flagged it. Um, uh, I probably, and I, I, I was noticing it when, uh, I was, uh, watching the show. So. I just figured I'd bring it up. I don't want everyone to think that that's what I think just in general going forward. I still think that Emily is a fun character, but if it's, but it, I, I, I will turn it all around if it becomes super noticeable that it's getting bad. All right. We're on watch. We're on watch. Give her some more time to, uh, yell out at Drew or something. That guy's the smartest guy out here. And yeah. I I mean, he said he, he wasn't saying it to brag, but he immediately made me hate him. <laughs> it was weird it, like to say, it seemed like he was about to say, I actually, yeah, I took an IQ test and I have the highest IQ of any. And it's like, but <laughs> the Survivor editors didn't give him that. No. It, it just showed it's him like in front of the It's not a brag, it's a fact. It's like, uh... Okay, um, what's why is it a fact, Drew? And <laughs> we didn't get that. Yeah, fuck that guy. I am interested. We get his two personalities, which is to me a very college guy. Um, uh, thing to say to have your two personalities. Like I, I, I knew a lot of like smart guys in college, or just like college aged, like when I was in. High school and my my friends left to college. Like a few of my friends, like I I have one friend in particular that would like become a different guy when he was drunk, be like or become a different guy at parties, right? And that's not like an original idea. It's kind of a a broy thing. Well, it's kind of like you, Joel, because you're the smartest guy I know, and then you come on this podcast and you just melt down. Why are you coming after me? It's fucking <laughs> 9.24 a.m. <laughs> I gave you a really good compliment. I said you're the smartest guy I know. And I knew that you were lying because it's not true. <laughs> well, I don't know who is, so it's... I'm not I, among the half-smartest people you bet you know. 
I don't know very many uh, smart people. They all uh, all the people I know are doing comedy or acting in Canada, which isn't very smart. <laughs> yeah, but they have uh, loyal allegiance to their family and their country, and that's good. True. That's, they don't want to leave their family behind. That's and good. loyalty's the best of it all. Um, what do you think about this panic attack Brandon had right off the top? Um, I thought it was really cringy and I didn't want to look at it. Um, but it's okay that he did it, but it's also like, dude, come on, get in shape if you're going on Survivor. And yeah, like this guy annoys me and it's not because he had a panic attack or whatever or any like mental health reasons it's Mm -hmm. but yeah it's exactly what you're saying there like he's he's accepted that he's not going to be good at things or not athletic so he doesn't try beforehand but he Mm -hmm. also doesn't like games he doesn't like tabletop games so you you Mm -hmm. can't be not athletic not good at swimming and on survivor and also not good at games you're not good at climbing a ladder, dude. He's not good at climbing a ladder. Yeah, you can't, you got to choose something to prepare for. Otherwise, like he said, he's just there. He's good at being funny and comforting people. But he's not. I mean, he looks Who like he needs to be comfort? comforted. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that's being comforted. He was only comforting Hannah, and now Hannah quit. So he, he didn't do that good of a job. <laughs> Yeah, I I stand by that. That's this guy's a complete dud. Um, he might quit, and that will save us another week with Emily. I don't think he'll quit, but but it's likely that they'll vote him out before Emily because I was watching Emily in the challenges because I obviously I didn't want Emily to go home and she was doing okay. Yeah, I think that they're just the overall vibe. Like, I, I don't know if they'll be able to stand her, but maybe. But the other three could also turn it around on Sabaya and um, Caleb. I don't know. Who's left there? We got Sean, Brandon, and Emily. Emily. I have sensed a level head from Sean. If I were him, I would not do that. You could rule that tribe if Emily's uh, plan imagine, goes through. Imagine Emily gets like becomes the figurehead, like has her way, <laughs> votes out Caleb and Sabaya, and like they get to the merge and they're like the power players. Sabaya wasn't doing that well though in the challenge, right? Um, she held up the team, didn't she? Going through the mud. It it seemed like Sabaya was like getting like like exhausted by the challenges, and it could be you know the from all accounts the sweat and savage challenge was like really draining, so yeah. they're like tired, and that's another thing uh, that was hilarious before they introduced themselves. Uh, I think it was Sean. Hannah and Emily, before they even introduced themselves, Emily was like, okay, before we chat, I think 
I think that if they're going out on their own, they they just volunteered. I don't trust them. <laughs> if they if they don't come back with the flint, they they definitely have an advantage. It's like, oh my god, you can wait. <laughs> I can wait till after introductions. Come on. I mean, if if anything, that's maybe the best introduction of Emily there is. Yeah, it gives you everything you need to know. And nothing's going to change from that impression. All right, let's, let's, why don't we go try and, uh, we'll scrape up what we haven't talked. There's a lot more we haven't talked about, but let's go yep. through the episode best we can because it was a longer episode and I watched it last night. So did you. But, yes. um, uh, so we start with some confessionals. Any that jump out to you other than, uh, no, uh, Sifu was the big one uh, to me. And uh, to be honest, I mean, I'll need uh, you for some of this middle, I think, because I uh, completely, I did a comedy show last night. There was some drinks. Mm. And I feel like I don't remember the middle. <laughs> Wait, you were so wasted when you were watching the show last night and <laughs> you don't remember it? Yeah, I got wasted during the show. I took a shot every time I saw Bruce on screen. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a lot of drinks. <laughs> um, okay, so we're, yeah, so confessionals-wise, trying to remember who else popped. Uh, I know there was some Jake the content. God, we're terrible at this. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be the worst year of this podcast. This is the year that you just want Joel and I to go out and have panic attacks on a boat. <laughs> I don't know that I just like him, like coming up, falling off of the ladder and then like crawling to the mat. I'm like, Oh my God, dude. <laughs> Just get the fuck up. And then you look at his face and he's like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, come on. You don't want to do this on TV, dude. Oh, man. Don't do this on TV. <laughs> Pretty much my nightmare. Awful. Oh, my God. Um, and he's like, he's <laughs> Like, I'm not dead. <laughs> he's, like, trying to be funny. I don't think he's that funny either. <laughs> like, it's, No, it's just sad. It's just... Who the hell is this guy? I don't know. I feel bad. I don't want to go into him too hard, but also... I know. I don't want to rip on him too hard because he seems, like, maybe not well. But also, like, don't do this on Survivor, man. And he's, like, crying when he gets off the mat. Guess we can start there. Gets on the mat. He's like, oh, oh, I can't believe I'm here. I've been waiting till since I was 11 years old to be here. And uh, it's like, okay, oh, my God. I don't know that I've ever seen anyone, like, crying like this on the mat. Everyone's, like, clapping for him <laughs> two seconds later. <laughs> he's pouring with sweat. Can't move a muscle lying on the mat like. Oh. 
Really tough to watch. Tough stuff to watch. And I'm sorry if this is upsetting anyone for us to talk about because they're <laughs> having to relive what they watched in the show. It already added my- it added to what is a very interesting tribe, though. So, and <clears throat> for Emily's part, too, I do think that Sabaya and uh, Caleb aren't trying to hide their alliance at all. Um, perhaps. So, no, I mean, like I said, I, I, Fully predict predict that's what's going to happen. Um, that they are uh, Rican and and Chart. <laughs> Excuse me, Rican and Chart. No, uh, Ricard and Chan. Ricard and Chan. <laughs> this is a good podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but uh, what else happens on the mat? Uh, we talk about Bruce. Yeah, Bruce also, I will say, he um, he's a lot sillier than I remembered Bruce to be. I think that bump on the head made him very silly. He's uh, having the time of his life now, though. He only met Bruce. Chance. We only met Bruce when he was concussed. Yeah. I don't know that being silly is one of the symptoms of being concussed, but he was like in like a 12-hour daze of concussion. And then, yeah, now he's he's got his tongue out. We get the next time on, he's doing the robot. Yeah, we had him jumping off the boat. Um, oh, well, let's let's kind of talk about the challenges. The challenges today were like usually uh, for the the marooning challenge. There's like three parts of the challenge. Yeah, and sorry, there's two parts of the challenge, and this one there's three. And in Sweat versus Savvy, obviously there's one. And this time there's two. And then in the challenge, the immunity challenge, that was a long challenge. Uh, they did like one or two extra things before climbing the wall. Like it was a big relay race. Uh, they must have known they were doing 90 minute episodes because they're doing like big challenges. And obviously it's not taking too much away. So it's I'm not complaining. I don't hate challenges as much as I want, like used to. But as long as there's no excessive reward challenges don't love those i think we're getting more well we do know that the return of the survivor auction is this year yeah whenever that happens i like that that's cool um so i'm uh, guessing that's probably a reward right that should be a reward yeah but i like the survivor auction that's like a fun reward challenge but it's. Uh, I just don't love when it's like the same different, like fucking spinning in the mud and all this stuff for <laughs> yeah, spinning in the mud, grilled cheese. Mud. Yeah, grilled cheese, dipping a grilled cheese in the mud. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I do want to talk about more people here, and yeah. um, I think that's the only way we're going to get through it because I I don't remember. Well, well, let's let's talk about the sweat versus savvy. Um, so, uh, the red tribe wins, mm-hmm. which means blue and yellow have to send people. So this is, I was, once he said, so versus savvy, was like, oh my fucking God, that's the sick fifth, fifth fucking season in a row that we're doing this. Yeah. We love it. Um, hmm? we love sweat versus savvy. Who's we? Oh, <laughs> so it was, uh, Brando, Brando and, and Jake, Jake. And then Sabaya and Caleb, yeah, move some logs, and then they had to figure out a puzzle. A puzzle they didn't get 
we don't understand what the fuck it is. They didn't figure it out. Obviously, it was too fucking hard. And maybe they wanted, they thought Sweat versus Savvy was too easy. They wanted someone to lose. So they made it a race, but then they made it an hourglass challenge anyway. So it's like, okay, give them a fucking bit easier puzzle. So the races may be a bit more exciting. I don't know. I didn't love that segment. Because we also get the same thing about how hard the sweat is. It's like, okay, yeah, the, the sweat is hard. We're forced to do both. It's not sweat or savvy. It's sweat versus savvy. I get it. But I don't know. I just didn't see much variance. They tried to, ha- to add some variance to that, and they didn't, other than them losing, I guess, and then having to go back to their tribe to tell And them. they were doing it side by side this time. Yeah. Yeah. There are so, some variance there, but still not not a lot. Um, uh, and I thought it was funny that Emily thought that they got an advantage from this, but what's funnier is that Jeff <laughs> at the immunity challenge was like, well, since neither of you got the Flint at the sweat versus challenge, savvy challenge, you both lost. You, and like, he like fully puts away Emily's suspicion about it. <laughs> Um, and, and I would would have loved to cut to Emily there, like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so back at camp, the what's going on at the Red Tribe? We got they're they're all happy in Kumbaya. They got their machete and stuff. Um, yeah. they, I mean, the main thing with this tribe was Sifu and then Austin, which we haven't talked about. What happened with Austin? Well, Austin found the beware advantage. Oh, yes. Austin found the beware advantage. And, and uh, he, he also to... commented on how Sifu, because we didn't get his perspective on Sifu. Everyone else was like, this guy's like hiding around us right now. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Austin and he also mentioned Sifu where he's like, yeah, that guy's just obviously uh, looking the only one looking for an idol. <laughs> Um, some stuff that happened, I remember, is Jemaya telling everyone she's a singer, and Julie telling everyone that she's an art teacher, even though she's a lawyer now, but she's a single mom, and she's one of two people, um, maybe the less entertaining in this episode, uh, one of two, uh, things to talk about, about lying about being lawyers, <laughs> that'll likely be a fun thing to watch this season. Uh, something cringy that happened on this tribe's island, I found, was uh, Jemaya and Drew talking, and Jemaya telling Drew that she wants to read his poetry, or she wants to hear some of his poetry, and Drew saying, oh, yeah, I'll try and think of some. I, uh, I don't want to see that. <laughs> Just uh, let us assume it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm, I'm okay hearing about it, but I do not want to see Drew... Looking Jemaya in the eye and telling her that he, uh, telling her his poetry. Don't want to see that. Well, Jemaya's music is poetry. Yeah, maybe she will, he will write her lyrics. <laughs> Wouldn't that be good? Uh, another thing to flag is the main narrator in the, uh, the seafood debacle was D. So maybe we're, we're starting a rivalry there. D talks about how uh, at home her mom uh, calls her fiery, 
but she has to uh she wants to like mute that on the island so if this was real life seafood would get a fucking earful um but uh, <laughs> she was holding her tongue good very good um Yes, and Austin found a beware advantage. It is a puzzle, and it's the first of one, first of a few tasks he has to do. I guess it's a puzzle. Um, so he he might last in this game forever and never get his vote. It seems like a good athletic tribe. It seems like they'll they'll be good. In uh, <laughs> what in if we see him get to the finale with ever without ever having a vote? He never figure outs that puzzle. Are you yeah. calling him like dumb? No, but he figures out that puzzle, but he's got, it's the first of many, it says. Yeah. So um, it could be unlimited. He could never have a vote. Are we worried about that? I like Austin. I'm not calling um, him dumb, but maybe he is. He's not as smart as Drew. We know that. It's the puzzle he has to solve is in the middle of, where everybody is all the time. I think it's right at the tribe camp. So he has to be pretty stealthy about when he wants to solve this puzzle. Will he do it? I don't know. The next time on only showed us Bruce doing the robot. So, so they all thought it was like a foreign language that nobody knew, but it's actually the English language cut off Mm -hmm. likely. Right. I don't know. I would never get my vote. I'm not solving that. Would, then why would you even open the uh, Beware Advantage? Because I would assume I'd be able to do it. But I can't do that. I, I would thought do I it. just needed to take the shoelaces off all my camp, uh, all, all my cast members' shoes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, tie them around my neck. Um, I, <laughs> I would do anything for an idol, Joel, but I won't do that. I would do anything for an idol. But Hannah, I won't do that. Hannah would do anything for a hit of their vape. Yeah, Hannah. It's only been a couple days. Like, how long were they there before the first tribal? Two days? Three days. Three? Yeah, I will say, having literally just... I mean, I quit nicotine a lot, but I uh, was on... Uh, uh, a bigger relapse than usual lately. And I uh, quit nicotine the other day. Horrible. 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 We had a very bad time. Um, and partway, it was like two days where I was feeling utterly shit. Just bad. And well, uh, we saw it take effect on uh, Zane back in the day. Yeah, it is. Fucks with your head. And... When, and then there's that realization, oh, this is from the nicotine. Uh, and uh, But I'm feeling a bit better now, so still a little depressed. But um, I'm going to try and stay off the nicotine so I don't have another. Because it, honestly, how bad the nicotine withdrawals is, is because I know I'll always want to quit nicotine every time I'm on it. How bad it is, is like an advertisement for why you shouldn't relapse. Do you think Hannah's going to relapse? No, I don't. Uh, I think she should just keep doing it and don't quit. 
Wow. Uh, okay, so let's go to the blue chat. Yeah. So red is red is Reba. Mm-hmm. Uh, blue is Bello. Bello. So we get we don't get a lot of Brando content other than he was the main narrator at Sweat and Savvy. Mm-hmm. I would say, but he didn't. Like I don't know. I think Bella was mainly focused on Jake. What? What do you mean? Am I wrong? Like he was the lawyer that content? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I feel like everyone got content here. Uh, Jake got some content. Um, Bruce says that he doesn't want to be dad, but is immediately giving advice. Um. And like lots of advice, they have a whole sort of cut together part. I would say the main narrator of Tribe Life, Kendra and Kelly, they have a quick alliance and and uh, Katura is part of that alliance as well. They are all have a birthday in September. Um, so they are starting a woman's alliance. Like they, me. I know. Uh, I'm a Libra so too. You're a Libra. Right, yeah. And that means I'm balanced. That's what, um, which one of them said it? Uh, I think Kendra. Kendra seems to be the very sort of like astrology type person. And she's like, yeah, she that's she said that on the mat. She's like, I love my tribe. I'm a Libra. And uh, that means I'm balanced. And I think we have a balanced tribe. Um, uh, yeah, so Kelly and Kendra, even like, before they start their alliance with Katura, they seem to have a very deep alliance. And then there's a very funny sequence, I thought, where uh, they s- said, but our first target is Jake because he's a lawyer. And Katura is laughing so hard because she's lying about being a lawyer. And there's a really, really funny scene, maybe my favorite scene of the episode, where Katura is baiting Jake to talk about it. <laughs> oh, he's a lawyer. She said, what's it like being a lawyer? Well, she's in confessional being like, he's a baby lawyer, so he wants to talk about how he's a lawyer. <laughs> and uh, it's really funny. Yeah, I think that's uh, why that stood out the most to me. So the uh, Jake stood out the most just because of that. Or Katora, yeah. I didn't remember what her name was. It was really hard to retain names. <laughs> yeah, but you remembered that the tribe was called Belu. I have it written down in front of me um, with our draft. I have our draft here with tribes. Okay. So, yeah, so it, it, yeah, just a couple of things to flag there. I think I even said in one of our preseason episodes, I think that Kelly and Kendra are going to be an alliance to watch. And we already saw some, you know, seeds of that being planted. So I would love to see that. Kelly said something in uh, that right. That's one confessional that I want to rem- I want to flag. She said something about a dagger behind her back, and then the other content we get about her is a relationships that she's forming with Kendra. So Kendra doesn't know about this dagger behind her back. Something to flag. Something to remember going forward. Uh-oh. Was there anyone tonight that had a confessional that you're like, oh, they might be the winner? Emily said, I'm either going to win or I'm going to go home first. And guess what? 
Oh, <laughs> Emily Swift. There's no way. There's no way. Hmm. Well, maybe. Oh my God! But we're in for an amazing season if Emily makes it that far. I think there will be more people mad if Emily wins than there were when Gabler wins. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Joel, what what else do you uh, have with this episode? We did cover a lot of ground in a fast manner. I have, I'll tell you right now, I have nothing more to add. I have nothing You're more. Wasted last night. I have nothing more to give. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't actually like wasted, but you know, like it was late at night. Well. I do want to. I don't. I. I didn't want to zoom past the Katora and Jake stuff because Katora is definitely someone to watch as a fun strategic character because we've never seen that done before. We've seen plenty of people lie about their job, whether it's necessary or not, and some people who are stupidly obvious about it. Some people that get caught. Some people that don't. Some people that. Um, you know, lie about being an astronaut and then right before they're unanimously voted out, they tell their tribe that they're an astronaut and everyone's like, oh, cool. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, shout out to Dan Fuego. And, uh, but we've never seen this happen where there's, first of all, three lawyers on the same season. Second of all, two on the same tribe. One of them's lying about it. The other's being open. And then she's literally just like using her knowledge as a lawyer to make him say stuff to make him the target, to keep the target off her back. I think it's super smart, super funny. Um, and uh, Jake is falling right into that trap. I mean, good on Jake for not like, uh, I mean, maybe good on Jake. He lives with his grandma. Maybe he's afraid of lying because he doesn't want his grandma to see him lying or some shit. I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm reading into that. But, uh, I mean, good on Jake for being honest about where he's coming from and stuff. And he's a public defender or whatever. I can't remember. They're talking about, like, district attorney. I, they, don't, they don't give much detail in the chats. But it was, it was fun. It was fun to watch. How are you... Um... I guess, how are you feeling, not to get too fantasy forward, but just specifically about the members that are on your team? How are you feeling specifically about them? We'll make it more about them uh, in general. But you have Kelly, Kendra, Sifu, and Hannah. I don't feel great about Hannah. <laughs> I, don't, I want everyone to know, listening at home, that I rolled my eyes pretty hard because I don't. Uh, he's already t asking me about my fucking fantasy tribe. And I just, I think he's just doing this to acknowledge that I picked the the girl that quit. No. <laughs> Why would I do such a big setup that could lead to such conversation if that's all I was doing? <laughs> I don't care about fantasy. The show is the show. We're picked fantasy off of. Uh, a bunch of preseason content. We're not good. Not all of us are good at reading the tea leaves like that, my man. Yeah, I I did read the tea leaves that Hannah said. Um, I'm going to quit soon. 
Um, I, I feel good about Kelly and Kendra. They are, uh, seem to be a pair. Sifu, we'll see how long he sticks around. I mean, he's good in challenges, so we'll see. We'll see, but maybe he, they think he's too much of a snake in the grass. But that tribe might be strong enough to just never lose, you know? Honestly. So. Honestly. Um, uh, yeah, who, I'm the excited. Did tribe win their, win the puzzle, right? Yes. Yeah. And then the red tribe came shortly afterwards. Um, the, 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 I found the challenges entertaining for the sheer fact that yellow was fucking up so hard. They're coming down the slide into the mud head fucking first. I'm like, Oh my God. Mouth like, open. Mouth open. That like, you look at the other tribes, none of them have mud on their faces. These guys all have mud covering their face. Like, <laughs> you fucking morons. Can't, looking at a picture of Brandon right now, I can't look at him without thinking of him like... <laughs> I remember one time I was on mushrooms in high school. And like... Like I was like bent in a way and I was like trying to keep myself from like having an out of body experience. So I had these pomegranate seeds and I was squeezing them into my face. And I remember thinking like I was at a party and I remember thinking like if a woman ever saw me and plenty of women saw me at that party, but any woman that saw me at this party, never going to go on a date with me. So you think that everybody that watched Survivor is never going to go on a date with Brandon? Luckily, he has a girlfriend. So. Right, maybe not <laughs> after that. Ooh. Oh, that would be so bad. <laughs> I mean, I would be... Oh, God, Brandon, I hope you're not listening. Oh, I hope he redeems himself somehow. There's, I just don't think he's redeeming himself, right? I don't think he's funny enough or self-deprecating enough even. To like turn it around. <laughs> do you worry that you would do something like that? Have a uh, panic attack on the island? I mean, I'm no stranger to uh, getting really stressed out and not wanting to be in a situation, but I just feel like Survivor, you know, for a bit that you're going to go out there, I would really try and get, unless Brandon was an alternate, which I don't think he was, I would really try and get. It and really try and mentally prepare myself. I would quit drinking for a while. If he's on acid reflux medication, I would go off the acid reflux medication and and like and like I also have acid reflux, but like God, he was re being really dramatic about the acid reflux, um, which is like maybe he's got it worse than me, but I've had it bad in my life and it never made me cry. Um, like I understand, like he's kind of had like little things, like he's it's 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 cringy for me to watch, yes, because he's he's going through things that like I can see myself going through, but I just feel like I would handle these things differently emotionally, right? And I just I also just feel like I don't have a lot of core strength, but I think I have more core strength than this man. <laughs> and I think if I was going on Survivor, that would be my first thing that I would work on with my core. Yeah. You can't get up a fucking ladder? They're using their buffs to pull each other up? The 
The wall? They're yeah. buffs. Do they get new buffs if they break them? No. I think you're losing all the elasticity in those things when you do that. Ladies, you're not going to be able to use those as a tube top if you stretch them out too much. Oh, no, ladies. I, well, I'm just saying. Oh, you're no. Fucking, you're fucking using them as ropes to get up a wall. They're losing all the elasticity. Those little elastics in there breaking. They're breaking. Well, enough about tube tops, Joel. Let me ask but you. Who Jeff is your... Made, I just want to say Jeff made such a big deal about them using their buffs as rope. He was very... He was tickled by that. Yeah. And how do you like him... Uh, <laughs> Brandon falling off the walls and he goes, Brandon, come on. You got to dig. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> this is what survivors... This is what you want. It's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brandon looks dead. Like <laughs> he's um, I can't imagine being like. I mean, I'm a dramatic fella, mm-hmm. but in the context of like, I'm on TV right now. I'm not going to be that dramatic. I'm just not, and I I feel like he was being dramatic. And maybe he was at the point where he couldn't even stand, mm-hmm. which I mean, like, is a whole. I don't think I've ever been. I've I've been out of shape. Mm-hmm. I've lost you're, ninety. You're pounds. in shape right now. Yeah, ninety pounds. Good ninety plus pounds. Almost. I'm close to a hundred pounds lost at this point. Holy! But shit. even at my biggest, I was still like. I still wouldn't fall down and not get up. I would be really working my hardest to not look that way. Listen, I don't want to speculate too much. Honestly, maybe I shouldn't even do this. But, you know, sometimes when something embarrassing happens, you try and make it seem medical. (laughs) (laughs) I would be so scared of being medevaced or something like that, that I'd be like, I got to get up immediately. Like, I got to fight. Exactly through this because I don't want to leave this game. Bruce pretended he wasn't concussed for 12 hours until they were like, Bruce, you literally are like speaking in tongues and you're speaking gibberish. You got to get you out of here. Brandon can't get up a ladder and all of a sudden wants medical to look at him. I don't know. I, uh, and then we're talking about Hannah as well. We can talk about Hannah here too. And it's not uh, it's not a good look for me being an absolute buff boy commenting on it now. But imagine me a little like a year ago. I still I still feel like you'd do better out there than, than Brandon. Yeah, no, I I do. I I, I definitely believe that. Um, but yeah, we can bridge to Hannah as well in this. It's just like. You go out on Survivor. You got to know what you're getting into. And like, if you really didn't think about it that much, how hard it is and all this shit, fine. But you should have, you know, like I have been in situations, honestly, recently, where I started a job 
Um, and I wasn't mentally prepared for this job, but that was because the employer didn't tell me properly what this job was. And I was thrown into the ringer with very little training. And I was like, no, I don't want to do this. This is too much. You didn't tell me this was going to be like this. I'm out. And I quit. And, um, and I, and I felt like I was justified in that day, even figured it was justified because they're like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And Survivor's a lot too. But there are 44 seasons to watch to tell you how a lot it is. And not only that, you have 13 days less than everybody else who's done it. And you gotta dig. Yeah. You're doing this on TV. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm literally not mad at Brandon. I'm not even mad at Hannah. Whatever. You know who should be mad at Hannah? Whatever alternate was on the island. Yeah. Um, watching her quit. Who probably wouldn't have quit. That would have been upsetting. But I'm not going to cancel her. She's whatever. She's she canceled. Did she did what she... I'm sure she's canceled by a lot of Survivor Jeff should have said... Uh, big Survivor community. Where uh, when she was like, oh, I just want to... I just keep thinking I'd uh, rather be watching this from home. Jeff should have said, Ooh. we're canceling your Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Je- Jeff's face when she said that was like, wait, what? You're like, banned from watching the show. You're banned. Yeah. I'm cutting off your subscription. Um, and then she moves to Canada. And then he's like, I'm cutting off your global subscription as well. You can't watch on global either. Um, you can't watch. Did you see that Ghosts came on right after Survivor? Yeah, yeah, reruns. Ghosts, and then right after that, Robin Hood, Robin with a Y. <laughs> that means she's a girl. It looks to be an EDM retelling of Robin Hood. Isn't that awful? The trailer looked bad. It, but it didn't show the show at all. It just showed like promos. Like it showed like them in a studio. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe, it, maybe it, it was, was shot disgusting. before the show was shot. Disgusting. It was disgusting. It felt very cringy. I don't know about that Robin Hood show. Ghosts. I, I'm a year out from being able to collect residuals on that thing. So it's very annoying. While the, I mean, good for the strike, but could we have waited a year until I could collect residuals for airing all these reruns? Wait, why can't you collect residuals? You get bought out for four years. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, this little nasty boy wants his money. You know who was on that episode that I watched after Survivor? Rod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You watched the whole one? Uh, no, I took a shower. Mm. <laughs> I watched. I watched a handful of Rod scenes. Nice. Rod is a friend of ours. Everyone, friend of the show. Once upon a time, almost came on the show, but it fell through. Um, <laughs> he lives uh, so close to me that uh, mm-hmm. we can definitely get him over here. He does live close to you. I don't know if he's watching this year. We'll I'll, I'll chat with him. Um, anyway, I, uh, yeah, just to talk about Hannah, Hannah, 
had decent preseason content. I even went over it last night after I was like, what did, cause I did, I chose her for uh fantasy. I'm like, what did I see in her? And it was like, she's a therapist. She's got like, you know, she seems smart and savvy and all this stuff, but in nowhere in there, does it say, Oh, I love home cooked meals. I love sleeping in beds. I love my <laughs> nicotine, all this stuff. I guess she left that out of her preseason content, how hard it's going to be for her to quit all those things. Yeah. Um, It feels like you got, uh, I don't know, is rope-a-dope the right thing? I feel like you look like a real rope-a-dope right now. What the fuck are you talking about? Me or her? (laughs) You. Why do I, what is a -a rope-a-dope? I don't know. I think you got it. Are you talking about like, because I picture in fantasy? Yeah. I need you to realize and remember, because I've told you this many times, I don't care about fantasy, and I don't care if I win. It seems like you're pretty upset. I'm not upset. You're only saying that you don't care about fantasy because Hannah got out and Sifu's next. Hey, I, let's do some predictions. Have I ever given a shit? Let's, let's do some predictions. No, we're not. I'm not done talking about Hannah. Um, oh we, we, this is the premiere. 90-minute episodes. We should be doing 90-minute podcasts. Hello? Hey. Where'd you go? I um, sucked my own dick. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, my, I had my Zoom uh, page closed, so I didn't even know you had left the screen. But also, why did you lose the screen? <laughs> Um, you have to, uh, you have to go soon too, Joel. We got to wrap it up here. What do you got left to say about Hannah? Huh? What do you have to say about Hannah? I just think she says her favorite show is Survivor and she wants to be a part of it. If your favorite show is Survivor, like, I just don't get how you don't know that people complain on the island and they're always... And they're like, have to starve themselves and they don't sleep on a bed and all this stuff. You got to know that that's going to be it. Like Survivor is her favorite show. That'd be like if Law and Order was her favorite show. She went on the show and was like, I don't want, there's too much murder. Or it's too much law and order. (laughs) But does it all have to take place in this courtroom? Well, I just don't want to be in a courtroom. I don't want to be around Jerry Orbach. Sorry, this is it. Yeah, I mean, I I find it um, irritating and a very um, spark and fizzle way to leave a first episode, a premiere. Sucks. It sucks. So, like, I can understand more so when people, like, quit, like, later on. But, like, it's so early. Like, you have barely been there like bring in the alternate now like just like yeah pretend nothing happened so Uh, yeah i mean i don't know i think uh i think she blew it i think her tribe was really trying to get her to stay too and maybe if maybe if the guy the person trying to get her to stay wasn't this strange man who's like half in tears (laughs) well it, and it's, the other people in her tribe were this, this evil little gremlin woman. 
it sucks for the people on her tribe though, too, because they're trying to play the game. Like they're trying to get into the experience and enjoy their experience. And she halted that. Like they had to turn off everything and immediately go, okay, well, I guess we'll just let her leave then when they're trying to um, be strategic. They're trying to like, Emily had to completely shut off. Sabaya had to shut off. Like there was some stuff moving and the people weren't allowed to do it because of her. Likely Emily was going home. Is that what you think? Um, especially after her little performance at tribal council. There, I don't know. I, it's hard to say where Hannah, Hannah's head was at because maybe it could have been like a tie or whatever, or maybe Brandon and well, Brandon was talking about using a shot in the dark or whatever. We didn't talk about that. Just, oh, my God. Just because hey, he remember, didn't want to vote? Is that what it was? Remember the last? No, because he thought that he had a target on his back. But do you remember the last person to do that in the first episode? Yeah. It was last season. Wasn't it? No. First, first person to volunteer to play the shot in the dark in the first episode. Mike Gabler Gabler. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't ask me a question like that before my coffee. The eventual eventual winner of season 43 of Survivor. Uh, So another Brandon might win then. Brandon might win. Emily might win. It's Um, it's either between those two. (laughs) So Jeff, in the past, when people have quit like that, has been much ruder. This year, he was smiling on her way out. It seemed like a strained smile. Definitely probably was not happy. I've seen him much angrier at uh, people quitting. And I wonder if it's like it's an editing thing. Maybe he was harder on her before she left. Or whether it's they just don't want Jeff to come off mean anymore. Um... Because, like, I don't know, like, yes, nowadays we know to, like, be more patient with people with mental health stuff. But Hannah just seemed like she was just not wanting to be there. I think that Jeff found that to be, like, at least he got his strategy talk and he got an interesting dynamic from that tribal council with that tribe. So I think he got, I think you kind of got a little bit of the fulfillment enough before somebody quit, but like, yeah. and they, they, they basically quit at tribal council too, at least, and not on the Island. Cause he gets really mad when it's not a tribal council. Well, e- even at tribal council, remember Austin, didn't he like say, uh, no, they, I'm not going to snuff out your torch. The tribe hasn't spoken. Go. You want to go, go. Yikes. He got so mad at uh, Colton. Well, yeah. We, we brought a quitter back. We get another quitter. That That's a double quit, though. <laughs> yeah. That's a double quit. And he's awful. Anyway. Um, yeah. Where... I mean, Hannah was kind of like... Hannah's ended up being a vote, too. Because she was like, I oh, honestly like I might quit anyway. So she didn't really quit yet. 
she was just saying she might quit. Oh, God. It would have yeah, really I... sucked if she let someone get voted out and then quit immediately after. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she was saying, once she starts saying stuff like, there's five people who really want to be here and one person who doesn't. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. It sounds like somebody who doesn't want to be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not even. It's not even like, oh, I'm I'm not liking this. It's like I don't I don't want to be here. And there's people that want to be here. Like, uh, someone who quit a reality show recently is Chris Kattan quitting, um, Celebrity Big Brother, and he was saying the similar things. He was really trying to get out on the block. They put him on the block. He was really falling on his sword, and then. They didn't put him out, and he was so upset because somebody that wanted to be there went home. He, <laughs> he just he just quit. He was almost at the finish line, wasn't he? No, no, it was like uh, first first few weeks. Really? I think it was huh. just yeah. He quit in like the third week. Oh, I thought he was like deep in the game, stealing that chocolate cake. Chris Kattan? Yeah. No, wasn't he getting was... up? At night and taking the chocolate cake. I for some reason don't remember that. I didn't watch that all the way through. It was kind of depressing when when Chris Kattan left. Uh, it was, but it was because I didn't watch that much, and it was like, yeah, it was only like three or four weeks when he left. It was right after someone got voted out, and he really wanted them to vote him out. It was funny, um, but yeah, Hannah. Goodbye. You probably won't be invited back. Definitely going to be one of the least popular people of the new era. I can say definitely won't be invited back. Well, uh, Colton got voted invited back. Oh, I mean, Hannah wasn't... Colton was at least a controversial figure where uh, Jeff was seeing dollar signs. Hannah wasn't controversial. She was kind of plain as is. She seems nice enough. I probably, I don't know. Yeah, but you don't get far on Survivor as far as like producers liking you. Like, oh, she's really nice. She's so nice. Everyone's going to tune in to see how nice she is. I feel like uh, she's of a type. Get out of here, loser. That's Getting what I said. Late Ellie and Tori types of these therapists, ladies, these modern sort of therapist, Instagram therapist people. Um, but she just didn't want to have what it takes. She did not. Nope. Uh, all right. Now we can get to predictions. Woo! What do you think's going to happen, Codes? See you later. Sifu. Sifu. Okay. No, I don't think Sifu's going. I think uh <laughs> I think Brandon. I'm saying Brandon's going next. I week. was gonna say the same thing. I was I was gonna say the same thing. I just I it seems like they really don't like Emily, but somehow Brandon's gonna fuck it up <laughs> so badly that they need to go get Brandon out. Yeah. Another He's ladder challenge. A slug in the challenges. <laughs> they're dragging they're literally dragging him around he's a slug <laughs> i think it's gonna be a puzzle challenge and he won't be able to do that 
And then they'll be like, "What? I thought he was going to be good at this part. He has glasses. Why isn't he good at puzzles? <laughs> yeah. He's, this is awful. Get him out of here. Um, yeah. He's, uh, he's who I'm thinking is gone. And uh, see you later. And then my pop of the week. Who could be Cody's pop of the week this week? I think it's a tough choice. There's the Emily's of the world. There's Sifu had a great moment. But my pop of the week has to be J. Maya. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't, she barely got a confessional. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my pop of the week, like, Jay Maya. I think that she was. Great. He's like the opposite. She's like the least. She's got the least amount of pop. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What? What do you? Oh, are, is she on your fantasy team, Cody? <laughs> is that why you're saying this? No, no, Joel. She, yeah, she is. She happens to be, but she was also the pop of the week this week. You're unbelievable. <laughs> you are unbelievable. Who's the pop of the week? Be serious. It's probably, I really enjoyed the Sifu content. I'll say Sifu, but I'm tempted to say Emily too. It's between those two. It has to be, right? I think it's, I mean, objectively, it's Emily in my opinion. She just, nobody stands out. It's it's Emily or Brandon, to be honest. If we're talking pop of the week, meaning who stood out the most, those two. Emily or Brandon? They both had the most I think content, I think. They they did, but I'm going by quality here, not quantity. Well, I guess we uh, we have all of a sudden changed how we do pop of the week. Cuz it's I've not always, about it's not about personal opinion. It's about who stood out the most in the episode. Who's who was the main character of the episode? Sifu was the pop of the week. He had the best moments. He had the biggest moments. He had the most memorable things. I think Sifu was a memorable supporting character. Yeah, but that's the pop of the week. You don't say that. Th that's always been the case, Joel. No. But it's no. not the main character. Yes. The main character can be boring. Go back and listen to old episodes, my man. The pop is who popped the most. Okay, who popped for you? Sure. But Sifu. I go by who's the main character. Well, that's not the pop. I mean, no one's like, pop. no one says like Rick from The Walking Dead's popping every week. You say that the the characters that are fun do. I don't know that show enough, but I know that you're not going to say him. Rick from The Walking Dead. What about Walking Dead Daryl Dixon? Yeah, Couldn't people were people said he popped so much that they made him the star. Yeah, Daryl Dixon in Paris. Daryl in Paris. I wonder if he'll meet Emily in Paris. Maybe. Anyway, um, that's it for us this week. Thank you for listening, and uh, be sure to check out our social media. Normal episode next week, too. We'll be recording together, I think. Right, Joel? I uh, want to promote. Uh, tickets are available for my album release show uh, at uh, Eyesore Cinema on October 25th, which is a Wednesday, so maybe you guys aren't the fuckers to come out to that. But Oh, uh, my God. It's during a Wednesday. It's on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, people can, you know, skip Survivor for a night like I will. And I'm a big fan of Survivor and what I can fucking hell? wait. Um, but yeah, come on out to that. I Sir Cinema. You can check out my Instagram and you can find the ticket link there. I'm excited um, too. When you listen to Joel's album, uh, you'll be able to hear me cackle. You were there for the second show, right? Yeah, I won't be on it. I know. Not as much. <laughs> the first show <laughs> was just a bit better. Yeah. Everyone kept telling me, they're like, oh, the first show was amazing. The first show was amazing. Who's everyone? Everybody. Nobody was there twice. There's barely anyone who was there twice. <laughs> no one, uh, no, but after when I got there, they were like, oh, that show was just incredible. And then the second show was also incredible. Yeah, but everyone's, I don't know what happened in that first show, but it sounds like it was even better. You're using all the recordings from the first show, so I'm curious. No, but it was the second show was still good. It was good. It was good, but it really felt like I was getting so much hype for that first show that I don't know what I missed. You didn't miss a fucking thing. The second show was still good. It was just and the you, audience that was not as good. Afterwards, you even said you were like, the first show was so much better. And because I was like... It was would, your guys' fault. It wasn't my fault. Don't blame <laughs> I was there um, having a time. All right. Supporting uh, you. Thank you. Thanks Should I have coming. been in the first show? Or did you completely blame me for the audience? No, I'm glad you weren't in the first show because it wouldn't have been as good. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, no, I remember thank you. I had a cough that day. Yeah. And I didn't want to laugh because I was scared that I would start having a coughing attack during your recording. So I held back laughing at your comedy show. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I was sitting pretty close to the front. Well, if you're sitting at the back, you would become more contagious if you started uh, coughing too. So your cough would spread all around the room. So maybe it's for the best. Yeah, I gave everyone uh, COVID that night. (laughs) COVID-19, Survivor 45. So, yes, and my album is going to release be released on October 27th. I know that's a, a while away, so I'll plug it more when that comes out. All right, everybody, thank you for listening, and we love you, and you're the best, and good night. Good night. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 